Oh, it's going. You're going. I'm not going to say anything. I just have a competition to see who can last longest with not saying anything of consequence. This is how you get audience members too. I would actually, it, it, I would listen to the <laughs> two people who come compete on not saying anything yeah. uh, of substance. Um, yeah. So we're 44 seconds in, 45 now, I guess. And we are uh, off and running. I'd like to thank stamps.com. Yeah. And our and others, our other sponsors. Our other sponsors are, include other podcasts. Um, oranges. Oranges, the, the fruit. Fruit, um, fruit lobby. Yeah. Big orange. Oil painting, the scent that fills up the apartment. We're sponsored by just the scent, guys. Just. So don't get too excited. Yeah. The scent. It's a lot. You have a lot to complain about. And uh, it never leaves. I am going to try painting in oil soon because I do miss painting in oil. But every time I've seemed to try in our 10 foot by 10 foot apartment, it makes us both get headaches and hallucinate a little bit. It, <laughs> are we sure the second part was the oil painting? <laughs> No, it. We're not sure, but that's the point. Right. We'll use it's, it. It could be. It could be, and we can't take a risk. So should I? Is the is the question? Should I start? Stop. Uh, the acrylic, which is boring. Start the oil, which is smelly. <laughs> I don't know. This all sounds great. It does. It sounds really fascinating. It's, uh, well, that's what you get uh, at 7 a.m. tequila. No, I mean, just, it's either smelly. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, tequila, any time is pretty bad. But when you're, when you're drinking it at 7 a.m., it's pretty rough. Yes. There um, are people going to work right now. There, I know, and it's uh, it's very strange. It makes me feel uh, pretty disconnected from the rest of the world. I could see how it would make you feel that, because I just, if for anyone listening, uh, I just enjoy a beer at this time. <laughs> I don't like to go crazy. <laughs> Marcy has been known to push the envelope a little bit when it comes to <laughs> the substance abuse at this hour. <laughs> and um, I think that's really one of the main reasons I would like to do this podcast as not an intervention. But, um, <laughs> Just to delve you know. into the, what happens exactly when, <laughs> right. when you do dabble in tequila at 7am. Um, and well, here's how you hurt me. <laughs> And also for the listeners at home, it's not just waking up at 6 a.m. and having a 7 a.m. tequila. It's that we don't sleep at night. 
no. like most humans do. So 7 a.m. tequila is a lot like a 7 p.m. tequila for regular human beings. And that's what we tell ourselves to get that, by. That is. And you know what? It is true, though. It, it is extremely true. We have the reverse of a human being schedule um, for whatever reason. I don't know. Is it the artistic temperament? I'll just the blame it on that. The artistic temperament. <laughs> Anything you, uh, you blame on the artistic temperament sounds extremely um, pretentious and untrue. And a little bit like you're making excuses for yourself, which maybe. Oh well. Oh well. To act like a real piece of work. A real Munson. (laughs) 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 They say it with no connection to the person named Munson. Yeah. It's one of Colin Quinn's favorite jokes. Really? In any movie, yeah. That's such a good movie. Love that movie. Real Munson. Real Munson. It just comes out of nowhere. Because he's like, he knows probably not only that it bothers him, but he knows that he makes the, no one else makes the connection between his last name and the saying, which is <laughs> only associated with awful things. <laughs> <laughs> gonna get monsoned out here. Yeah, to be up the creek. <laughs> that has the one of the funniest things I've said this a million times probably. But the guy the bad guy's uh like sidekick when they go bowling and they're going to uh at the mansion, you know, and that's the bad guy's house. Yeah. The bad guy. The bad antagonist. <laughs> I think it's okay to call it a bad guy in this movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, his sidekick, immediately when he meets them in the driveway, uh, he meets uh, Woody Harrelson and Randy Quaid, he barks right in their face. <laughs> and then he does it when they get inside. And when, after he does it the second time, he goes, twice. Yeah. I can't you believe that's that. the exact type of thing <laughs> that makes me laugh. He twice. has to tell them Yeah. that it's t- two times. He's bark. so impressed with himself <laughs> when nobody else is. Twice. Twice. <laughs> Whoever thought of that is the funniest person on that set. Yeah. Like, apparently, there's a lot of improv. Oh, really? Well, with, I mean, Bill Murray, like, threw the script out. How fun would that be? Just improving that. A lot. Big Ern McCracken. Yeah. You can do anything with Ernie McCracken. A bowling genius. You can be as awful. Yeah. A, a bowling savant. I'm a, I'm, well, I'm not a savant, but I know how to bowl. I'm, I'm a bowler. So I appreciate it. I was thinking of it when we saw Tanya and Tyler's uh, pictures. The, oh, the yeah. Thing where, yeah. They went um, bowling. Yeah, for lack of a better phrase, uh, Marcy messed my shit up (laughs) real bad. How so? What? What did I do? um, You just, you you fucking rocked me in (laughs) my (laughs) way. 
She had a turkey at one point, which yeah. knows playing the home game. And a again, turkey in uh, in Florida. The Florida turkey. The Florida turkey. Yeah. yeah, you know the Florida turkey. The Florida turkey where you go to the Florida bowling alley and you think probably everyone else there is a convict because they probably are. Oh, yeah, they were. There. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> after you finish bowling, you go play pool and even more convicts roll in. <laughs> I was just going to say, and here's the thing, there are convicts there too. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're like bowling and pool. Yeah. And beautiful women. <laughs> and we were, we, we, we had the beautiful woman, we had pool and we had, so this is Vero Beach, Florida a few years ago. And it was basically we, we you don't need to leave when you go down there you don't need to go that far outside of what what was it called oh i don't know it starts with a w or the moorings oh yeah, like yeah. that fucking matters <laughs> i just want to fucking chop a finger up every time i do something that in, inconsequential it would take me like i would have all right so it was galactic as i recall oh my god it was so fun and it was so fun it was yeah i don't think i got one strike and if i did it was uh like i was just heaving it down <laughs> the thing and marcy had this weirdly good bowling form <laughs> like a pete weber in his prime do you know who pete weber is no but i feel like i should know i do Pete Pete Weber. Weber. No, that's Pete Weber is either the dad or the guy, the dad of or the guy who said, uh, who do you think you are? I am. Who do you think you are? I am. Who do you think you are? Oh, Le- my leave God. it to bowling. They can't even like. Hey, watch your tongue on bowling. Watch it. Hold your tongue. I love bo- if bowling's on TV. I watch it. It is. That is. uh I feel like the beginning of how weird I am is bowling. Was, There's no one like you on earth. That was the creation or the uh, the nexus of the weirdness of Marcy was joining a bowling league at uh, what? How old was I? However old I was, I I cried the first day because of anxiety disorder, but then oh, I. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I got over it. Not the anxiety disorder, that's so crippling. But <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the I got over the the shyness of of bowling the first day cuz we went on to be somewhat okay of a team. You fucking dominated. You were a dynasty. Yeah. I, I got some patches. Yes, I got some did I ever show you my patches? I got some like You have patches for bowling. I got yeah, fucking nothing. I got patches for bowling. I got some like uh, good average patches, and I don't know who gives them. The, I don't know. You join the league, and then the league. The league. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? You. <laughs> no, I. I mean, I have my own bowling ball and shoes, but I don't think I think my parents have them all the way over in Washington. Damn, yeah. we should have those. We should have them here so we can go bowling and coronavirus times yeah i i think 
it's a perfect time. Bowling was like to I to touch I'm, a bunch of communal stuff. <laughs> not just touch, but really get familiar with. Get your fingers right on in there. Yeah. Just sit on the fucking seats that yeah, they what do they clean them? Oh no, no. not like at least enough to get coronavirus off. The point is Marcy had a turkey. Yeah. Which is three goddamn strikes in a row, which I want to go back and look at the records because I'm never as soundly beaten at anything in my life <laughs> as I was that day. Oh, but you could have done well. You, the thing is, but, I think you, what you do with bowling is the same thing you do with photography sometimes where you, uh, you rush it because you can be really good at it. But I think that you, uh, you don't take the time. Well, I, I make it abundantly clear that I don't take the time. I know. The idea, what, but you could what, be very good at I bowling. I walk up and use all of my wrist strength, which I'm assuming isn't great. You probably need anything but that. I think it's like a, a whole body swing. Yeah. Like the guy in the beginning of Big Lebowski <laughs> who like slides after. It's so satisfying, by the way. That shot. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I don't, the, here's the fun of bowling, being with you, and if anyone else joins us, uh, but specifically being with you, and uh, trying really hard to win and making it look like I'm not. <laughs> um, I think you... I didn't say that, did I? No. I don't think you're trying really hard to win. I think that you... Uh could win very easily no, I don't but think you potentially let me win because you're way more athletic than i am uh in all aspects of every single aspect of life that's not in all every all of life here's the interesting thing forever and ever amen, <laughs> amen. <laughs> um, the interesting thing and when I say interesting, I, I mean, take it with a grain of salt. This is a podcast. Yeah. It's not like we have, like, a salient points to make or... No, no, no. Any kind of humor. Um, I was planning on, you know, just kind of stealing some Dane Cook jokes later. Oh, okay. If things go south, I'll have some Dane Cook jokes to do. Okay. Um, but other than that, I don't really have any sense of humor. To offer we're at 15 minutes right now oh shit no the, the interesting thing about bowling you and i bowling is if i tried actually i'm very curious to see what it would be like if i tried i know you would but do really you, well you are really good though that's not, like you're properly good yeah, not, eh. and well i mean could be i hey, could be for us beginners out there we can't all be bowling Partners with Jim Elberson. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jim, if you're listening, and I know you are, how, how have you been? <laughs> it's good to talk to you. I know you are. Um, yeah, he. Remember, we ran into him after yes. bowling. He just how gets that. Sense. Weird was that? That was so weird. 
Where? Oh, that was. Uh, um, the bias. Ill-fated bias. Which uh, anything that exists in upper or no, sorry, um, Summers Point in that area on that spot will not exist much longer than it already has. So, for instance, if a restaurant's going to exist for, if it's already there for one week, you can bet your bottom dollar only going to be there for one more week and that's it yeah so i don't know if that made any sense this is uh 7 a.m tequila so you know brought to you by not only stamps.com but anxiety not and the meditation for anxiety just anxiety the the amazing and pervasive feeling anxiety <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm in fact doing a painting that uh, right now that is symbolizes lying in bed and experiencing wow. anxiety. That's interesting. Yeah, it's nice. It's kind of like my take on art. What's that? I can't say you don't know what you're talking about if you say it's interesting. If oh, you yeah. say it's interesting, you sound like you know what you're talking about. Oh, quite interesting. Oh. <laughs> Norm McDonald, keep this facade going. <laughs> What's that from? Uh, the, he's a deeply closeted gay man. <laughs> oh, yeah. You hear what I'm saying? I'm deeply I'm closeted. closeted. Uh, so, can I ask you about the painting? Maybe I'll yeah, just let go you for paint it. it. Yeah, okay. That's, well, what, what, I was wondering what you were doing. I envisioned one of those. I could kind of just see it from the side and it just looked to me like uh, one of those fortune teller. Oh yeah, booths. I see that. Yeah. It's just a really, really uh, simplistic take on a woman in bed. Um, and it's just supposed to symbolize lying in bed awake for hours, just thinking about all the shit that you think about with anxiety. Yeah. And initially I started painting it just because I was sleeping so much. Uh, and I was like, oh, I'll just paint myself sleeping because that's what I do and that's my hobby. But then I thought, well, why not paint it as uh, the person that experiences the anxiety? Because that's where you most experience it. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we have a mouse that uh, we rescued because... Oh my god. We have a bird possibly too in the window. That our cat... Oh my god. Is, yeah, that's why Sherbs likes to look. Sure. So there's a bird flying in our window. Sorry, but yes, we have a mouse. And we have a mouse that um, is the cutest thing that has ever graced this earth. Named Gertie. Gertrude. Um, she... Maybe a he, depending on what uh, anatomy is. I look to the we'll anatomy. find out soon enough. <laughs> Don't you worry. Was a a stray mouse, stray baby mouse, on the uh, side of the road that Matt came across just a, about a week ago. Um, what the hell? No, there is, is actually something happening? going on. Yeah, there is like. During uh, the podcast, no less. This is the most exciting moment in podcast history. There's like a bird fight going there on. There could be a bird fight. That is 
guys, what are you doing? Can I? I don't see them. Oh, I see them. Oh, it's little sparrows. Oh, cute. Look, you can see a little sparrow. Maniacs. See a little tail. You might have to come over here. Oh, there's a little head. So we have some sparrows that are uh, angry at our cat Sherbert for looking at them. I don't know. There's not a whole lot going on over here um, in Philadelphia while being artists who are also not regularly employed during coronavirus. Um, but it's so much more interesting, I would say, than say working at a university, uh, a desk. That's not true. I do have uh, I do have fond memories of working there. Just this is a unique situation to be in. That's all I want to say. I don't know. I don't know. Are you done? I'm done. Are you done? I just want to be the worst. What the? Sherbert. Sherbs is attacking. Our cat Sherbs is attacking the window. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What is happening? I feel like I'm okay. going insane. We just heard the General Lee horn from the Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> What the is that what that was? Fuck. So you know when you uh it's, it's eight, you go 12. to like uh South America and the taxis there have weird uh horns instead of having regular beeps? That's yeah. like what it was. I don't think that was it. It's Dixie. Is that really what it it was? You don't know Dixie Mars? <laughs> It's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, Dixie, you can't, you, I probably couldn't say that. <laughs> I legitimately could not say that. This is, I love those comedians who are like, like you can't handle it, man. This is uncensored. Like, they're like, they say what? stuff that isn't, like, there's comedians like that. Uh, Eric Andre did a, a spoof on him. Like, <laughs> his monologue. Stuff is hysterical. Where he just has like a leather jacket, like like <laughs> <laughs> monologue, extreme style. <laughs> oh my gosh. Huh. Oof. So at the twenty-third minute minute, David Mamet is a fine playwright. Who writes plays? Such as Glenn Gary. Glenn Ross. And the Ross of the Garys and the Glens and the Rosses. That was what I suggested back in, uh, I was his writing partner back in 1989. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. You were young. You were like two. You know, 47, I guess, <laughs> 48. Um, and yeah, I, I was often very critical of his work and said that it was just out, just outright bad. And I remember... Uh, telling him, call it uh, Glen Gary, Glen Ross, with the Glens and the Rosses and the, <laughs> the Glens. And he was like, you're out of your fucking mind. You're fucking, you finally lost your mind. Did he kick you off the project? 
he kicked me off the project, but he still gave me credit. If you watch the end credits to Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, as I know most do. Yeah. Uh, especially when it's on TV. Oh, uh, I don't. I'm sorry. I just don't. Well, if you did and if you cared about me, you would find that it's at the end of the credits, it says dedicated to Matthew Cowie for pushing me. My 47-year-old oh. writing partner. My 47-year-old, two-year-old. Yeah, writing? two, 47. What's the difference? 2047. 20, oh, 20, I apologize to everyone at home who's listening. Oh, no, I'm almost out of this paper. Oh, shit. I have to rip something. It's going to be loud. Okay. It wasn't too bad. We got through it. We got through it. Uh, if anybody is curious about all the weird noises in the background, it's because I am, in fact, painting while talking, which is really not benefiting anybody who is listening to this. Um, it would be very difficult if you didn't explain that to know what was going on. <laughs> I know. There's so that much just, noise. The, yeah, the spritzing. The, yeah. And there's a lot of uh, like scraping noise, paint putting on. Yeah. The paint putting on noise. So I um, I apologize that you can't see what's happening because I, I know that must be extraordinarily frustrating not to know what I'm painting since I am such a famous painter. Marcy is. Marcy yeah. is a very famous painter. Yeah. Um, I'm known throughout all of the 17 boroughs of this apartment. And Jeez. yeah. Really? It's divided up. I know. Well, you know, it's the bathroom, the bedroom, the sofa, etc. When you have the square footage, folks, yeah. it's easy. It's easy to cut a place up, divide it up into many segments. And by having the square footage, we mean any square footage whatsoever at When all. you have square footage is what I mean. You don't Period. have to have a lot. You just have to have like a, a three-dimensional space in which to reside. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, yes, right. We d it is three dimensional. It is almost. That's a great idea. Two dimensional for a uh, sketch. They they mentioned that in the Craigslist post. Three dimensional. <laughs> three dimensional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, it doesn't have much else to brag about. Yeah. But it is three dimensional. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we have 300 square feet, and even that, I don't know. Yeah, I don't even think that's what we were told. I feel like it was a lot more than that, and I don't... Oh, we were told a lot. Yeah. We were told 600, I think. Fuck you. Oh, my God. This is not 600. This is, like, maybe 600 if you include airspace. Like, or is that what it's called? Like, I... You you have the space above your apartment that um, you technically own. Right. So that's, yeah, sure. Maybe we have 600, including that. I sold it. You did? I sold, we to Disney? We owned it. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like a good move. I knew it. And they what said did... they would give me a free uh, monorail pass for one year. Oh. When? Was that like in 2017? So what? <laughs> I broke into deal. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, we're 
it's tiny. It's it's tiny. You get it, right? You think they get it? It's, it's tiny. I mean, they might not. It. This is a small. It, so here's how you know your apartment is small, like officially. Um. First of all, you just know instinctively, and I don't need to tell you, but there is that difference between when you look at a place. You know how when you look at apartments and you think there's the the few where you go, I could make this work. It's a little bit cheaper. And in the back of your head, you're going like, how the fuck would you ever make this work? Yeah. And then when you don't end up getting that small apartment, you go, oh, thank God. Fucking thank God, because I don't know how I would have made that work. We got the we could make this work place. Yeah, we did. Oh, man, we did. Never get that we could make this work place unless you are positive you can be comfortable. Yeah, we uh, we haven't. We have a bathroom that is right next to the TV slash sofa. Um, and it doesn't necessarily shut completely. Um, no, I mean, it doesn't. It has a, a wide open gap. So that's always fun. Um, especially when you have irritable bowel syndrome like I do. So that's a, that's a new exciting feature that uh, we get to explore in our relationship with each other. Oh, absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, there's a, a hole in the door, basically. You can see through it yeah, if, you a, a choose, if you choose. Um, we choose usually not to look at each other or in the bathroom like that, just out of common decency. Um, but if you say you had a roommate that wasn't commonly decent, you would run into some problems. Right. Um, 